So two weeks ago, we started this series that we're simply calling Moving Forward. And um, this series is really about the things that I want you guys to remember most as you step out these doors onto the next phase of your life. Whether that is uh, just the summer, whether that is a new grade, whether that is stepping into high school, whether that is graduating and stepping on to the next phase of your life. Um, I, I kind of thought of all the things that we talk about in Worship Uncoiled, what are the things that, man, if, if we walked out these doors for this school year and for whatever reason, um, we never got to get back together, which is not going to happen. Um, but if it did, what were the things that, man, I would want you to remember most? And so two weeks ago, we talked about this idea that you are loved, that you are loved beyond anything that you could ever imagine, that you are loved uh, more than, than you could grasp in your inner being, that, that God in heaven took his time and he created you and he is wild and crazy about you. And even when we feel unlovable, uh, God chases us down and he fights for us and he wants us and he thinks we are valuable enough uh, that, that he just loves us. And then... Um, I asked you guys two weeks ago, and maybe some of you did this, maybe some of you didn't. If you didn't, I hope that you will, will do this. But I asked you to simply write yourself a note, reminding yourself how loved you are, and just seal it up and put it away somewhere so that on a day when you feel unloved, when, um, when the world has got you beat down, when you're not sure... Uh, you can pull out that letter and remind yourself the truth that you are loved. And then last week, we talked about this idea that you have a purpose, that God created you specifically with a purpose. And it is your own purpose, and it is unique to you and your circle of influence and your friendships. And that God has already placed in you the things that you need to be successful at that purpose. That God has given you everything that you need. And, and I, I, we talked last week about how sometimes it's difficult to find our purpose. And the best way to find our purpose is simply to ask ourselves a few questions. Because our purpose can change throughout our lives. And so if we ask ourselves these questions, no matter where we fall in our lives, we can find and get a direction for God's purpose for us right here, right now. And the questions are this. What am I talented at? What am I passionate about? And what do I enjoy doing? It, it, those three questions can give us a clear direction for some of the things that God has already placed in us that we can go out and use to further his kingdom as, uh, as his purpose and using them as his purpose. And, and so this week, we are going to talk about something that is vital as we move forward. We're going we're gonna to talk about something um, that is just so super important, and it's this. We're not moving forward alone. We have help. We're not moving forward alone. We have help. Uh, I'm not a person that um, likes to ask for help a whole lot, and I've learned the last month since I've been on the crutch uh, that there are a lot of things that I have to ask for help for, and uh, my kids and my wife will be the first to tell you that I'm not real good at asking for help. Like, I'm a person that likes to say, I got this, I can do it, I can handle it, I'm, I'm with it. Like, uh, you know, I've, I've got this. And we, we, maybe you're a lot like me. We like to be people that handle things on our own and, and 
prove that, that we've got life under control. And I've learned a lot this last month that I just, there are some things that I have to ask for help for. And maybe you've been there. Maybe you've had an injury and, and you're hurt and you can't do things like carry things two-handed. Um, and you have to ask for help. And when you're injured, uh, there's no hiding the fact that you need help. Like, there's no way I could hide the fact that I'm walking on a crutch and there are some things that I just can't do physically. And, and when we're injured physically... Uh, it's, it's hard to hide the fact that we need help. But you know what we're really, really good at? We are really, really good at hiding the fact that we need help mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We're so good at hiding the fact that we need help in these three areas of our lives because it's not like a physical injury. These are things that we can hide relatively easily, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. We can act like we've got it all together. We can act like everything's fine. We can put on the facade that life is good and we're in control and, and we are just living life to the fullest and we are doing the best that we can possibly do. But I imagine that if you were gut-wrenchingly honest with me, and if I am gut-wrenchingly honest with you, life is hard. And mentally and emotionally and spiritually, I need some help. Life is, is hard mentally. I mean, like, the, the, just the pressures of having to... Uh, accomplish everything that needs accomplished and, and make sure that you are doing exactly what you need to do. You guys face a ton of pressure. And life is hard emotionally. It's, it's hard when, when life throws you curveballs and you're not sure how to handle it and, and you've got these emotions, but there's this pressure to pretend like uh, you've got your emotions together and so we hide and we bury and we push aside the way that we feel, and it's just difficult. And, and life is tough spiritually. There are temptations, and there are doubts, and there are fears, and there is this pressure to push aside some of the things that we wrestle with spiritually. In these three areas, we are in need of help. And, and here's, here's the thing, is that the last two weeks, we've said, you are loved, and you have a purpose. You are loved and you have a purpose. And those are true. But so often what happens is that we struggle mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And so when we hear the words, you have a purpose and you are loved, we think, I'm not so sure that's true. Or we think, yeah, I may have a purpose, but Man, I don't, I don't even know where to start with that. I'm so, I've got so much other stuff going on. I don't even know how to start. And the good news is, the good news is, is that God knew that this would be difficult for us. God knew that this was going to be tough. He knew that this world was going to pile on pressure and things were going to be difficult. And so he sent us help. He sent us 
help. In John chapter 14, um, Jesus is about to go to the cross. It's, it's the night before he goes to the cross, and he has just washed his disciples' feet, and he's just had the last supper with the disciples. And we're not going to read all of John chapter 14 tonight. We're going to read just a couple snippets of it. But if you read through that entire chapter of John 14, you will see that Jesus has a lot on his mind. There is a lot that is going through his mind, and rightfully so. He knows what's coming. He knows that he is headed to the cross. He knows that he's going to be uh, he's going to be betrayed, he's going to be rejected, he's going to be denied, the cross is before him. But if you read through chap- the chapter, 14th chapter of John, you will see that it is so much more than just Jesus going to the cross. Jesus knows that, yes, the cross is coming, and he is going to raise from the dead, but then he is going to leave this earth. And he knows that the men and the followers that he has built around him and the men and the women that have followed him and have poured their lives into the message that he has, those men and women have a big task ahead of them. They have a giant purpose in this world. And Jesus knew, man, when I leave... There's going to be a lot of pressure mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And they're going to need some help. And so Jesus said that, says this in the upper room. He says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. So that he may be with you forever. The helper is the spirit of truth. I, I love the... the the wording that Jesus chooses here. And I think he's super, super intentional about the words that he chooses. He says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another, another helper. This, this word, another, I am convinced, says this helper, this spirit, this Holy Spirit that he's talking about, it's on the same level as Jesus. It's just going to be inside of all of us. And Jesus says, this, this helper that's coming, like, I'm going to leave. I'm not going to be physically present anymore. Uh, but there is going to be this helper. He's going to be just as good as me. And, and he is going to do great things. And I love the first way that he describes him. He calls him this. He calls him the spirit of truth. Let's be honest. I don't know if you guys are anything like me. But when I struggle mentally, I tend to talk badly about myself. I tend to doubt myself. I tend to tell myself things that feel true in the moment, but aren't necessarily true. I tend to uh, say how unvaluable I am. I tend to say uh, how horrible I am in certain areas. And, And God knew that as human beings, we were going to struggle and, and God, I love that he describes this as the spirit of truth because this Holy Spirit comes along and he says, come on, here's the truth. The truth is you're so valuable. The truth is you're so loved. The truth is that when you feel down on yourself, that there is a God that, that would give everything and did give everything for you. And I love that this helper is described as the spirit of truth, because when we struggle mentally, 
when the pressure's face down on us emotionally, we tend to start lying to ourselves. And we tend to tell ourselves negative messages about who we are. And the last thing that God wants is for us to tell ourselves a negative message about ourselves. Because the truth is, God looks at us with love and sees us as valuable and sees us as people that are worthy of carrying out the purpose that he has set before us. So the, the first thing is, is the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And then Jesus goes on in John chapter 14, uh, and he says this, These things I have spoken to you while remaining with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and remind you of all things that I have said to you. He will teach you all things and remind you of all things that I have said to you. The Spirit just doesn't remind us what the truth is. The Spirit reminds us that everything that Jesus said. And, and Jesus was talking to a specific group of people in a specific time. Jesus was saying, the Spirit is going to remind you everything that I've said. But here's what I'm convinced of. And um, this, is, this is my my take on things, okay? So, hear me out, take it with a grain of salt, study it yourself. But here's what I think. The Holy Spirit will teach you things and remind you everything that I've said to you. Here's what I'm convinced of. The Holy Spirit and Jesus, Jesus said a lot of things in the Bible, but Jesus still speaks to you today. Jesus still speaks to you today. And we have a helper that comes along, and, and I, I am convinced, man, it's, it's just so powerful the way that the Holy Spirit works. I am convinced the Holy Spirit comes along and reminds us of things that God is speaking into our hearts specifically to us. And the Holy Spirit comes along and he reminds us, hey, remember what Jesus said. Remember what Jesus said to you. And he, he reminds us of, of things that, man, Jesus kind of calls me out on, on my lies about myself. And he, he speaks into my heart that I am, I am valuable. And, and, and spiritually, uh, Jesus continues to speak into my own life, and the Holy Spirit reminds me of things that I need to improve on and, and ways that I need to, to step out and reach out to the people around me and, and things that I need to, to grow and ways that I need to grow closer to God. And so this, this Holy Spirit is our helper, and he's our helper forever from generation to generation to generation. We have this Holy Spirit that has come along, and when we face the pressures of this world, he is there, and he is our helper, and he is there to help us pull through and remind us how loved we are and remind us the truth that Jesus speaks into our lives. And so the question becomes, how do we hear the Holy Spirit? How, how do we, on a very practical 
tangible day, how do we hear the Holy Spirit? And I think there are three really, really important ways that we can begin to listen to the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to speak truth into our lives and remind us what Jesus says about us. The first one is this. We can hear the Holy Spirit through our gut feelings. We can hear the Holy Spirit through our gut feelings. You guys have, have felt this before. You've got this, this feeling in your gut that um, you should step out and ask that person how they're doing. I, I remember I was, uh, I was in Kroger, and there was this lady that was just struggling. And, like, she was a cashier, and there were people in line. And so I waited till she kind of got done with her customers and stepped aside. And uh, I just had this feeling in my gut, like, dude, CJ, you need to pray with her. Like, not say, I'll pray for you. You need to go up and say, can I pray for you right now? Um, and so I did. I just went up and just, and it was a quick prayer. It was not a huge deal. Um, but, but maybe you felt those moments where the Holy Spirit speaks and he says, all right, go do this. Take this step of faith. Step out. You know, I, I told you guys that I talk down about myself. I often hear the Holy Spirit speak when I start talking down about myself. And, and there are these moments where uh, I start to say, man, I am such a failure. And there's this little feeling in my gut that says, uh, CJ, you're really not. And, and I started to have this argument. Maybe you've felt this before, this, this argument with myself. And really, it's an argument with the lies that I'm telling myself and the truth that the Holy Spirit is reminding me about myself. And I start to argue about, uh, I'm a failure. No, you're not. I'm, I'm so unlovable. No, you're not. Maybe you've felt that before. The Holy Spirit speaks through our gut feelings. And so we need to begin to uh, be aware, be aware of those feelings, be aware of those moments when the Holy Spirit speaks. Second way the Holy Spirit speaks to us is this, through other people, through other people. You guys, maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your siblings, maybe it's your friends. But there are moments in our lives where we have people step up to us and say, hey, have you ever thought about fill in the blank? Maybe it's something we need to improve on, and I think that's a way the Holy Spirit speaks often. Maybe it's something we have never thought about. Like someone comes up to you and says, hey, you are really, really good at, and you've never thought about that before. Hey, have you ever thought about using this in this way? And a lot of times I think what happens is that we hear those comments from people and we say, thanks, and we just kind of brush it off. 
And what's happening is the Holy Spirit is urging us to step into the life that God has created for us. And so if we can get in the habit of not just saying thanks and brushing it off, we should say thanks because it's super nice when people give us compliments. Um, But if we can get in the habit of allowing that to kind of settle into our minds a little bit and think, all right, is God speaking to me here? Maybe God wants me to use this gift in a way that I've never considered before. And so... We listen to the Holy Spirit through our gut feelings. We listen to the Holy Spirit through other people. And the third thing is this. We listen to the Holy Spirit through the Bible. The Holy Spirit does speak through the Bible. He does remind us of what Jesus says in the Bible. Now, let me say something um, because I want to be very clear about uh, listening to the Holy Spirit whether that's through our gut feelings or through other people, the Holy Spirit will never ask you to do something that goes against what God says. The Holy Spirit will never ask you to do something that is damaging to yourself or others. And so we've, we've got to be aware. Again, the Holy Spirit reminds us of what God says. We've got to be aware that the Holy Spirit is never going to ask us to do something that goes against God. And so we've, we've got to have discernment. We've got to make sure that we are, we are listening and we are paying close attention. The Holy Spirit is speaking to us on a daily basis. And in, in, Christ, in the Christian church, we don't talk about the Holy Spirit a whole lot. But if you guys would walk out these doors and you would remember... That Jesus didn't just come and die and rise from the dead and he's just up in heaven, but he is still here with us. He is still speaking into our lives through the Holy Spirit. He is still giving us guidance and directions. And he's giving us guidance and directions that is intentional and specific to each and every single one of our lives. If we can begin to allow that to sink into our lives we can realize we've got this incredible help that will help us go and live out our purpose that we talked about last week. Because it's awesome the way that God works. We are loved. We have a purpose. And then he gives us guidance and direction and continued help to go and live out our purpose. And so I'm going to give you guys a practical challenge. I give you one every single week. The practical challenge this week is simply this. Pause when you hear the Holy Spirit and acknowledge that it's Him and then take a moment and write down what He's saying to you. Maybe start just a a scrap piece of paper and say, Holy Spirit says this to me this week. And just take a moment and see if there are trends. See if there are things that the Holy Spirit is speaking into your life. Things that He is whispering into the heart of who you are so that you can take the next step as you move forward in not only another school year, but in your relationship and uh, your walk with God. Let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for tonight and thank you.